Hello, and welcome to the e-commerce evolution podcast, where we bring you the best of what's new and what's next in e-commerce. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And our mission with this show is to interview the top merchants, the top marketers, and the experts shaping the e-commerce industry. This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by Zipify and their flagship app, Zipify Pages. Zipify Pages is an e-commerce sales funnel and landing page builder that seamlessly integrates into your Shopify store. Just start with one of a growing list of templates and then customize and go. These templates are created by my friend and eight-figure e-commerce store owner, Ezra Firestone. Each template is built with proven conversion elements, but also features a simple drag and drop editor. So you can truly make these pages your own. So you can customize and tweak and test and create some awesome landing pages and sales funnels. So check out all the details, sign up for the beta at zipify.com. Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast, where we talk about what's new and what's next in e-commerce. I'm your host, Brett Curry. And today we are talking with the wildly successful Russell Brunson. Uh, For those of you that don't know Russell, I'll give you just a quick intro. He actually started selling information online while he was wrestling at Boise State University. We talk about that a little bit. Sold about a million dollars worth of stuff his first year working online. Uh, He then went on to found.com secrets. And for a long time, Russell was speaking at every event um, imaginable. He was a regular at Dan Kennedy events. He spoke at Tony Robbins events. Uh, And he has sold physical products online, information products online, Most recently, he launched ClickFunnels, which is a SaaS platform and funnel builder. We'll get into funnels quite a bit on this call. But ClickFunnels now has 40,000 monthly subscribers, the envy of most SaaS companies. And this was started without any venture capital. It was all backed by Russell and his partners, and it's become wildly successful. Uh, Most recently, Russell wrote a book called Expert Secrets. We dive into that book quite a bit because I think there's some real nuggets in there that will help each of you. And so we talk about things like why consider building a movement rather than just selling a product or building a company, why it may make a lot of sense to become an expert, either yourself or whoever's the face of your e-commerce brand. Uh, We dig into lots of e-commerce examples. It's a ton of fun. It's very high pace. Have you ever heard Russell speak? Then you know this guy is intense and he's one of just the best entrepreneurs I've, I've ever been around. So with that, I hope you enjoy my interview with Russell Brunson. My guest today is Mr. Russell Brunson, the man that really needs no introduction, but Russell's a good friend of mine. We go way back. We worked on a project together, man, back in 2009 or something. And, and I've stayed in touch ever since. And so we're talking about some amazing stuff today. I can't wait to dive in. But Russell, man, welcome to the show. And, and thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, man. And it's uh, like I said, we became friends call like seven, eight, nine years ago. And it's been just so much fun watching everything you've been doing and you guys are blowing up and I love it. And, uh, you deserve all your success, man. It's so much fun watching. Cool. Cool. I appreciate that. And, and, and likewise. And so, you know, we got several things we want to talk about today. Obviously your new book, expert secrets, which is just crushing it. I want to get into that and talk about, um, some of the marketing lessons in the book and also maybe how you're promoting it, which is really cool. Um, you're doing huge events now. You got ClickFunnels, which is just exploding. And so I want to dive into 
to all of that. But I, I think one of the first things that I'd like to do is if you would, and this can kind of be your own little intro to who is Russell for, you know, like the two or three people that don't already know who you are. <laughs> but um, how did you go from this, you know, this kid, and I love, I love hearing your story, you know, this kid who was kind of into potato guns and stuff and, and in college and you started selling like how to make potato gun stuff. And then now you built, built that success online into this empire. And you know, now you're doing events, you're friends with Tony Robbins and, and he comes to your events. You had Marcus Limonis uh, speak at, at one of your recent ClickFunnel events. So, so walk us through that journey a little bit. How, how does a guy go from potato gun <laughs> instructor to, you know, where you are now? Yeah. Well, potato guns, um, are amazing. So that's all. Yeah. They are amazing. Super <laughs> yeah. fun. Oh, there's so much fun. Well, it's interesting. Cause like, um, I always knew I was gonna be entrepreneurial, right? Like I was always kind of had that itch. Like I think a lot of us do, but I didn't know what or how or any of that. And, um, potato gun just happened with my first test. Like I heard some people talking about information marketing and selling things like that. So I went and we created this DVD on potato guns and, um, and it's, it's interesting that looking back now, cause at first it worked, you know, I was so shocked and then it didn't work. And then like, I, I had like, we had changed things. So it's funny, like that was actually my first funnel. Like we had this, we were selling DVD and people were buying it and that, and then it, it worked really good on Google back when I was doing Google AdSense, or excuse me, AdWords. And then, um, and then Google changed their algorithm. They increased their costs and it stopped working. And I had a friend and he said, you should add upsells to your product. And I had never heard of that or thought of that. And so, I started adding upsells to my potato gun DVDs and suddenly it became profitable again. Um, and I, and I knew that like the potato gun market wasn't like the end all be all. And there wasn't a, you know, a ton of money in that. You were going to build a potato gun empire. Yeah. The empire will be built here in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, so poetic. A guy from Boise sells potato guns, becomes millionaire. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like, what's interesting is I like, I saw the model and I was like, Holy cow. Like everyone else is just selling a book or a DVD or a whatever. I was like, I was able to make this one work because we had these upsells and we actually built this funnel. And I remember Dan Kennedy, who, you know, mutual friend of both of ours, he said, um, he used to always say like, whoever can spend the most money to acquire customer wins. Yes. Like yes. after I did this, that's when it made sense. Cause I was like, because I'm making more money each transaction, I can spend more. And so after that, I started, I started going into the business of building funnels and, and all sorts of different markets. Like we went in the weight loss market and diet and then we did uh, supplements like neuropathy supplements. And we did, um, like, uh, baby sign language. Like we did a whole bunch of industries and the model was just the same. It was creating these funnels and we were launching them. And, um, and it was so fun that that became like my, my thing. And, um, and then, uh, you know, a few years ago, the, the guys on my team who got tired of me wanting to build a new funnel every week, um, <laughs> they were like, because like, it's interesting funnels because they're all, they're all different. But at the same time, they're all like very similar. Right. And, uh, and Todd, he was, I think he was just tired of like building these things for me over and over and over again. He's one of my, my partners. And he was like, I, we could build software that would just make this process really easy. Cause you know, we could just say, have you pick, here's our top 10 templates. We always use one of these, pick which one you want and then plug, you know? And so I was like, if you can actually do that, like it'll change the world. Like, and I was kind of skeptical and he's like, I think I can do it. So he went and started building it and, and built what became click funnels. Initially it was just for us, which I think most good products happen that way. When yes. Agreed. Scratch your own itch. And, um, and as soon as I started, it was funny cause we had another partner named Dylan. And so they would, they would build stuff and then they'd send it to me like, Hey Russell, we want you to, to, to try it. I'm like, well, how does it work? And they're like, we're not going to tell you, like if we have to tell you, then this is great. Work. That's great. Yes. You figured out. So they'd have me record myself trying to use it. And if I couldn't figure things out, I'd send the video, they go back and try to change things around. And, and the joke was always like, as soon as Russell can use it, then like anybody in the world can use it. <laughs> that's brilliant. Like, that's, that's so, so smart on their part to say, 
No, we're not going to tell you how to use it. We want to see if you can figure it out because that's what the customers are going to have to do. They're going to have to figure it out themselves. So yeah, so as soon as we, you know, as, as more and more we got into it, I was like, this is going to be huge and people are going to love it. And so um, about that time we turned this thing, you know, it was kind of an internal tool into this thing called ClickFunnels and, and, um, and the rest was kind of history. Spent less than three years and, you know, went from, from very few customers to now we have, I think as today it was like 42,000 active members. How many? Um, 42,000. Wow. Wow. That's $297 a month. That's, so it's that's been, phenomenal. And you guys have built uh, uh, an amazing following. I know you got a couple of clients that went to your Funnel Hacker Live. And um, actually, uh, Chris, my business partner, his daughter went. And they were all raving about it. Of course, Tony Robbins spoke and you spoke. And and uh, uh, they, I just heard phenomenal feedback about that event. One, it's interesting. As I was building this, I was like, I was thinking about it. It's like most people build a company, like a software company, right? It's, like software in and of itself is kind of boring. It's like right. we're a website builder, like how many website builders are out there? It's not that sexy. And as I was kind of building company, I was studying all these people. And this is actually the premise for the whole expert secrets book. But I was studying all these, these other like movements. Um, in fact, I was at a network marketing event and they were, the company sells a software product and, and not even that a very good one, if, if we're completely honest. And I'm in this room with like 6,000 other people and I'm watching and, and there, and there's people that flew from around the world to be at this event and they're talking and they're crying, talking about the product, telling their stories, how they use it. And you know, people come on stage and it was just like this huge thing. And I remember looking at my friend, David Fry, sitting next to me and, uh, and David said, do you see what they've done right here? I'm like, no, what? He's like, he's like, this is a software company, but they're not selling software. He's like, they built a movement. And when he said that, I was just like, it had this like huge impact on me. And then as we, you know, a few months later is when we, we started selling ClickFunnels. I was like, I don't want to sell, I don't want to build a software company. I want to build a movement, but I don't know how to do that. And so it started to study like, well, how have other movements been built? And from all sorts of things, like from religious movements to cults, to businesses, to political parties, like, and, and went this deep study about those things. And as I started seeing the patterns that, you know, really successful people and all these different things did, we started trying to take those things back and weave them into our, and just kind of a joke inside of our community called our culture. <laughs> yeah. so kind of, I mean, culture. And, uh, and so we have all these things in and it's just, it's been insane how like, that's been this catalyst and this fuel that's helped us to grow is, is, you know, partially, obviously a big part is the product is amazing. But second off, it's like building a community and a, and a culture of people. And like, and, uh, and we did that. It was like, it became a movement, you know, like our people, like they don't call themselves the internet market. Like they're funnel hackers. Like they all wear our t-shirts and they yeah. show events going crazy. And it's like, and, and so very strategically the last two and a half years, I've been trying to, to focus on that and it's, it's worked really, really good for us. So it's pretty yeah. fun. And, and it has to start with a good product and, and your product is good. We, we use it. We have a lot of clients who use it. It's solid. So if you don't have that foundation, then everything else is going to be short lived. Cause I think I know that the company you're talking about, um, the really, the product was not that great, but they did build a movement. Um, but when you have both, when you have a movement and an awesome product, then, then man, you're set. Well, let me, let me ask you this, because I know this is the premise of the book, and I want to I dive into some of the tips and ideas behind the book. But, you know, this, this show is aimed at e-commerce merchants. So for that e-commerce merchant out there that's just saying, yeah, you know, but I really just want to sell stuff. I don't want to build a movement, per se. And not to say that everybody has to, but, but what, what advice would you give to a person? Why should they consider building a movement rather than just selling products? And, and I have a lot of our friends who, in fact, our number one seller inside ClickFunnels right now, uh, he's actually here in an event in the next room over for me. Um, uh, he's the dude who's made the most money in ClickFunnels so far. He's an e-commerce guy. And, you know, he had uh, just to take perspective, like, I don't know how many e-commerce people um, have done this, but he set up an e-commerce funnel the way we kind of show. 
and in six weeks did twenty million dollars with it. Wow. And it all comes back to like the stuff like I don't know too many Shopify sellers things that like that set up a store, plug something in, and make twenty million dollars later. And the, the reason why is because most businesses are super e-commerce businesses, especially are very transactional, right? And you are selling a commodity a lot of times where there's a whole bunch of people they can sell the same thing, like. Um, you know, uh, I had a friend who launched a fidget store, a fidget spinner store like a month ago. And I know what a fidget spinner was. Now we've got like 800 at my house and I know at least 30 <laughs> people have fidget spinner stores. And like, because it's a commodity, right? And what happens when you're a commodity, everyone races to the bottom. Yes. And like, that's like the worst business to be in. It is. Again, Dan Kennedy, I, I love Kennedyisms, but one thing Kennedy said was like, there's no strategic advantage of being the second lowest price leader in town. So right. you gotta be Walmart or come back and be like the most expensive. So I'm looking at like it, the e-commerce businesses that I'm associated with that I, do, that I do work with. It's like, okay, everyone's got similar products or whatever, and we're a commodity or whatever that might be like. So how do we, how do we wrap these things in something that uncommoditize it and make these things way more valuable? And it's interesting how, how uh, even people that don't sell on ClickFunnels are selling on Amazon, like we're taking through this expert secrets process and they're taking their, I'm not going to share markets, whatever, but let's say it's fidget spinners, right? So they're taking this fidget spinner everyone else has, but then they go and they create this cool, like, expert business around it. It's like, Hey, here's the 36 top fidget spinner moves you can use to like show off to your friends and your family members. Now there's like this, this ebook and a video course that goes with the fidget spinner. And obviously these cost nothing. Someone's had to use some of this, these ideas from expert secrets to create those products and put them in Amazon. Now it's like, okay, fidget spinner, dollar, fifty, dollar, fifty, dollar, fifty, you know, $12. Why is this one $12? Well, you get the kit that shows you 36 cool fidget spinner moves. And all of a sudden you're like, dang, yeah. one of those moves. Yeah. And you uncommoditize yourself and you can now become a high price leader in anything. And, and it just, it takes that away. And so, yeah. um, that's my biggest thing. Like I always look at it, you know, and again, I have tons of become people that work with us, but it's always like, look at the, the process and, and use these things to decommoditize yourself and to dramatically raise your prices. And like, those are two things that I love <laughs> not being a commodity and having super high prices. Yeah. So smart. So smart. And, and, and it's funny. I, I have no idea what a fidget spinner is. And, and, and for those listening, if you don't know what it is, just, just Google it or look on Amazon. But we bought like three or four in the last week because all my, all my kids now are like, Hey, we have to have these things. And, uh, it's like, you know, parents are rebelling, teachers are rebelling, but kids are loving it. Hot market. I'm holding a fidget spinner as we speak. I can't not have it on my head now. So like, I'm like a little kid. Yeah, mine's a Batman fidget spinner. So like, <laughs> you hear it spinning, but it's spinning as we're talking. <laughs> yeah, so I, I love that concept though. And, and we hear we work with a lot of Amazon sellers and it is kind of a race to the bottom and that benefits Amazon. Like Amazon wants you to charge the lowest price possible. And they're gonna push you to do that. Um, but being the lowest price doesn't necessarily mean you'll sell more if you've got a reason to charge more. So maybe you're, you're looking to diversify the product. So it is the Batman spinner. You probably paid more for the Batman spinner than you did just the, the plain, you know, gold one or, or whatever. Uh, but I love that wrapping the experience and, and some education and some value to, to make that, um, part worth more. So you can charge more. That, that's, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Um, what are some other, secrets from the book that you would say, Hey, here's a quick teaser, things that an e-commerce merchant needs to consider. Uh, what, what would you say? So, um, the other thing I noticed with a lot of the e-commerce people I, I work with, um, is their business is transactional. Someone comes in, they buy and then they leave and it's like, and that's kind of their business. And, um, and that's, that's hard. Like, cause then the hardest part about business is getting a customer. And after you have a customer, then like it's easier. So like, um, you know, this comes back to, to building persona with your brand. Like if it's, again, if it's just like a transaction, they buy a product and they leave, 
Like there's no brand loyalty. Like, there's no loyalty. There's nothing that it keeps you coming back. So I'm a big believer in all businesses is like bringing out. In fact, when you read the first section of the book, we talk about this, like how do you build a mass movement? And like one, one piece of that is, is having like a charismatic leader, attractive character or somebody who's like the face of this thing that people can connect with. Um, because that way when somebody comes and they, they buy your thing, they, they have, they, um, they build a, um, a relationship with that, with the person and that's what keeps them coming back over and over and over again. Right. Um, one, one, like kind of cool example of this, um, if you've ever looked at uh, Dave Asprey, the Bulletproof executive and, um, you know, he basically so Bulletproof coffee and stuff like that. He's behind that. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting because like, he's a horrible copywriter from a copywriting standpoint. He's a horrible salesperson, like, but he's, he's killing it. And it's interesting because somebody comes in and like, he starts with like just his origin story. And so his origin story, if you have ever heard, like he was a huge dude, his whole life worked in, you know, he was a computer developer, like couldn't lose weight, like, you know, 300 pounds overweight, struggled everything. And then one day he was like hiking in the Himalayan mountains. Uh, and he, he got some, it's like he was tired and then he went and met these people and they gave him some yak butter tea and he drank it and he like felt good and he had energy and he was like why is drinking fat making me feel so good and then he went home started studying and it turns out like fats are good for your brain and if you don't have carbs with it you can lose weight and like so he started this thing and he lost all this weight and he started telling everybody to put, like put put a uh, butter in your coffee right which is so weird but then like but it's like it's an interesting message and also people hear that story and then they're like huh i'm gonna put coffee in like, uh, butter in my coffee and then people start doing it and they like it and like and start this whole movement and now he's got this, this movement of people who listen to him and from that he's able to have a podcast, he's got a blog, he's got all these things. And now he has new products come out all the time. And it's funny, he's like, if you look at it, because I, I buy most of them, um, he's like, hey guys, I have this new supplement, it helps with your brain. And that's it, that, that's the copy and then it's the work button. <laughs> and I'm like, sweet man, and I buy it because I have this, this relationship with him. Like, I don't even know what it does or why, but because Dave said it's cool, I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna take it because he said it's cool, right? And like. I, I don't want to always shift my business from like a transactional where things coming and going, coming and going. Cause I had stuff in the business um, that we sold a little while ago. And that was my biggest problem is like, we got really good at like at conversions and the numbers, like all that kind of stuff. And we were selling tons of supplements. People come, they would buy it and they would leave and then come back. Cause there was no personality. There was nothing that, like that, that, that bond them with us. Like we were a commodity. And so when they ran out of the product, they would just go online and look for someone else selling something similar. Um, but I look with Dave, like I buy his stuff because of Dave, like, cause I connect with him. Right. Um, and so like, like any e-com person, like I feel like if, if there's an origin story and, and stuff behind it, someone will come transactionally buy something from you, but then the email sequences and the everything else you're doing afterwards, if it's like, my immediate goal would be like, how do I connect with this person as quick as possible? So now that like, everything that we have, they want to come back and keep buying from us versus just looking, you know, Googling and searching and find, trying to find the next thing. Because the second sell is the key. The second sell, there's no acquisition cost, right? Yes. Yes. So it's like if I can do that through like this expert secrets concept and building a, a personality and like building a brand and bringing people in, then it's like, you know, the, then what's cool is that like the first sell, you can lose money because you know, the second and third and fourth sell. And right now we lose, you know, every, every time we bring a new member in, we lose hundred, hundred to hundred fifty dollars but it's okay because like, I know these people because we're building a brand and a persona, all these kind of things like it, it it's okay because they're going to keep buying from us. They're, they're going to stick and they're going to keep buying. Yeah. And you know, the, the really smart e-commerce merchants we're talking to are, are thinking the same way. They're thinking about building a community, you know, whether that's around outdoor cooking or yoga or, you know, CrossFit uh, equipment and stuff like that. Uh, and, and so, you know, getting this idea of I'm going to build this audience that I can sell to again and again, 
that's when you build a business. You know, when you're just selling a product on Amazon or just selling a product on your store, not as sustainable. It's not as sellable later, you know, if, if you want to get out of the business. Um, so just so many benefits to, to building a movement or building a real brand. Um, what advice, Russell, would you give to someone who's getting started? So, so maybe it's someone out there and they're saying, okay, I'm beginning to see the potential here, but all I'm doing now is transactional. Where would I start in building this persona or, or building, you know, this, this brand, um, you know, finding my voice, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I'll just kind of share a few. So Trey, he's the one that, um, Trey, well, I don't know if you know Trey or not, but he's once in the other room that's our number one seller in ClickFunnels. So, so the, so he's kind of the marketing dude and his brother is into like, he was a, he was a police officer. So they decided they're going to start this e-commerce company selling, um, like, guns and gun discounts and not like stuff like that, 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 um, you know, like that, that's kind of their, their brand, like guns and, and things associated with guns and gun targets and gun oil and you know, all that kind of stuff. And so initially it was like an e-commerce thing. And again, it was very transactional. They were, it was a race to the bottom. Like they could, they could like try to like beat people on pricing and things like that. And it wasn't very profitable and, and didn't grow. And so then that's when they kind of learned about this whole funnel thing. And for them, it was interesting because you look like typical e-commerce. You come to you come to a page, and then you're like you're, you're filling up your cart, and then you go and you try to buy this thing. And Trey was like, "Look, I'm I'm gonna be like, like, what's the sexiest thing that someone in my market would want?" And so the initial one that he did was like, "Well, gun targets. Like people want gun targets, and gun targets are like you know ten cents a piece." So we started to create this funnel, where it's like, "Hey, get free free gun targets. You just pay like three dollars shipping handling, we'll ship you out ten gun targets." And uh, push up on that on Facebook, and start blowing up. People start getting the gun targets. But then you upsell like, hey, you got 10 targets, how'd you like 50 for an you know, extra 10 bucks? I'll give you 50 instead of 10. And then, and then after that, then it's like, okay, you know, we have this gun, um, uh, this gun membership site. And so they, they, they weave, it's really interesting watching, they weave the e-commerce products to bring people in with info products to get them to stick. So they, they created a gun membership site and it's basically a community where people can come in and they talk about guns, they hang out, they like, they share all this stuff. And then the, the big core of the membership site is they, um, because they're, I mean, they're e-commerce. They know how to buy stuff at, at, at cost. They say this wholesale club where basically um, people pay them, I don't know, it's 20, 30 bucks a month to be able to buy all their gun equipment at wholesale. And so because of that, people come in and um, and they don't leave because they because it's like it's 20 bucks a month and now I can get my guns and I save, you know, $300 every time I buy a gun. I save this much on ammo and all these kind of things. And so um, he builds this huge community. So like now the e-commerce stuff is just about getting people in and they actually make $0 in the e-commerce stuff, but they build up this membership platform <laughs> with like 30 or 40,000 members paying 20, 30 bucks a month. And it's huge community and people stick because they're, they, they're in this community. They don't want to leave. They don't want to leave their friends and all these people that they have now. So I, I come back looking like, how do you blend these two worlds together? And Trey's the one that, that we figured out in six, like six weeks made $20 million because it was like, you, you're tying these two things together. And like, I think there's a sweet spot between those two that if you, you start looking at that, looking at some people that are doing it, when you find that mesh, like that's, that's where the magic happens. I think it's a blend of econ with information and like that, that those two things together become amazingly profitable and really, really exciting and easy to scale. Yeah. And, and that's perfect because that community, you know, is very passionate about, about guns and, and, and you, you, you can kind of get an idea of, of what that community values. And, and, and it's, that's, that's a group that's very likely to congregate together, you know, almost like golfers, you know, when, when someone gets into golf and they're buying all the, the equipment and the gear and the training and the videos. And I mean, they're just, they're rabid consumers of golf related stuff and very similar in the gun uh, community as well. So that, that I love that. I love that story. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. So awesome stuff so far. What I think we should do, Russell is let's maybe step back just a little bit 
for anyone on the uh, anyone listening who may be a little bit fuzzy as to what a funnel is or what this looks like or maybe they have a vague idea can you just talk about that like what what is a funnel and what makes for a really good funnel yeah so it's it's funny cuz I think like funnels like this new cool thing, but if you think about like the reality is that like everyone has a funnel, just a lot of people have really bad funnels. Right. And I look at it initially like offline, like because that's where business all started, right? And offline there are funnels, and again, some people's are bad, some people's are really good. Um, like one example I always kind of share is if you look at GNC, which is like I love I love supplements. It's one of my favorite stores, and so I look at their funnel, right? So like I might get it and. Um, a coupon in the mail that's like, hey, get 20% off on GNC for gold card day. And I'm like, oh, cool. So then I go into the store, right? And I walk in and then the first thing that always happens, and this is like the one reason why I don't go to GNC every day, but I probably would if they didn't do this. But as soon as you walk in, someone always runs up to the front like, hey, what can we help you with? And it's always like super weird. And you're like, oh, um, nothing. I'm just looking. And they're like, okay, cool. And then they walk away. And then it's like, you just feel awkward. You want to leave. Right. And that's like their funnel. And someone comes in and that's, it's like a bad funnel. Right. And then you walk around and then you feel awkward and then they're always kind of staring at you and then you leave. So that's like an example of a bad funnel, like a good funnel. If I was on a GNC, I was like, hey, how do I, how do I fix this process? So I saw the ad, someone comes in instead of like pouncing on him and asking him how I can help. I would come in and be like, Hey, welcome to GNC. Like, uh, right now power bars are two for one. And uh, in fact, here's a free sample of one. Let me know if you want anything else. And I'll be just kind of hanging out and, and then I would leave and then someone's like, cool, I got a free power bar. Like, oh, this is awesome. And then I feel, I'd feel comfortable like doing some stuff and they come and ask him and it would change the process. Right. And then let's say I found some protein and then I, the guy would come and say, okay, hey, you like the protein? I'll come over here. Um, cause you probably need a shaker bottle. Um, also if you take these pills with your protein, it's more, you know, it's more likely to like digest in your body. You're going to feel better. And by the way, we have gold card Tuesday, which you get 20% off the center for gold card today for an extra hundred bucks. I'd be like, oh, cool. And I'd buy all those other things. And I would actually leave with a better experience and I would spend a lot more money with the company because like I had this cool chance to, to, um, you know, they, they coached me through like what I actually needed to get the best result with their, with their products. And so that's like an offline funnel, right? And so the internet's kind of the same thing. Like a lot of people, uh, especially in e-com place, right? Um, they, they have a, a store with a bunch of products and someone comes and you see a whole bunch of the products, you look around and then you leave and it's, and it's unfortunate. Whereas like, a good funnel, um, like I'll just use, um, I think we talked about Trey's funnel earlier, his flashlight funnel, like somebody comes in and they would, they, they buy these cool flashlights that are amazing. So someone buys the flashlight and after they buy it, then it's like, Hey, would you like an extra battery for the flashlight for an extra 12 bucks? And they're like, Oh, that's actually a great idea. Cause I don't want to lose this one. Cool. I'll buy a backup battery. And he's like, Oh, by the way, would you like like a kit that you can actually hold this in? And, um, uh, you know, whatever, or do you want a second flashlight for a discount or, uh, you know, do you want rush shipping? And like, he takes them through a process um, that kind of offers all the other things that are going to help make this experience better for the, for the, and um, you do it that way. It's like you lead with the best thing you have to get something most excited, most likely to buy. And then you're able to offer them all the other products and services to help make the experience better for them. And not everyone's going to take all of them, but a, but a percentage of people will take, tell you, take a bunch of them and increases how much money you make per customer, which increases how much you can spend to acquire a customer. And that's kind of what a funnel is. I love that. That's a fantastic explanation. And it really is about kind of helping someone take the next step and making them feel comfortable and providing the proper motivation for them to take the next step. And I think that's, that's kind of what the, the folks at GMC and, and as you were, as you were telling that story, a uh, GNC, I think I may have said that wrong, but as you're telling that story, it made me think of, you know, going to a car dealership and I avoid those like the plague fortune. I've got a friend that sells cars. So I just go to him, but 
you know, you walk on the lot and you just feel like you're a gazelle in the Serengeti and, and any minute, like this lion is going to grab you and eat you. Um, and so, you know, they don't do a very good job of making you feel welcome. Uh, one quick plug that I want to make for one of my favorite books. Um, and, and I don't know if you heard of it, Russell or not, but it's called why we buy by Paco Underhill. You ever heard yeah. of that? Yep. Yeah, it's really interesting. So it's all about, if anyone has not checked it out, it's all about the in-store experience. And so it's mainly in-store, not e-commerce, but it still applies. And he still talks about, he talks about having like this safe landing zone where when someone comes in, they need to get their bearings, they need to be comfortable. So like give them a second before you pounce on them. Anyway, a uh, phenomenal book. Uh, but but really, I love the way you frame that, that you want to give them the most compelling thing first. And you also want to just take them through this process so that they can say yes easily to the first thing. And then hopefully they'll say yes to, to the subsequent things uh, as well. So um, what are some other mistakes that you see? Because I know, you know, you're, you're like the funnel master, man, and, and you're funnel hacking and, and, and uh, teaching people all the time. What are some of the most common funnel mistakes that you see people making? Um, I think one of the biggest ones that people do is they hide their best thing for some reason. They're like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a low ticket product and be somebody and then we're going to, and they have all these things and it's like, they're blocking their best product. I had some guys who, um, um, they went through a seminar that one of our mutual friends put on and it was good, but they, they taught like, here's the process every funnel needs to follow. So they, they follow it. Right. They're like, here's my, I can't remember, like, here's my lead magnet. Here's my tripwire. And then here's the thing I actually want to sell. And it was like three things deep. And, um, and they couldn't make this thing profitable. And I was like, well, the reason why is the best thing you have, like someone's got to buy two things before you even show it to them. Like, like find the best, like the, the best thing you have should be the front of the funnel. Like that's, that's your, your best shot at getting a customer and getting them into your world. Right. That's, that's the best thing. And so I'm like not hiding those kind of things, which is for some reason people think that's, that's the goal is to hide those kind of things. Um, where I like to lead with that. I was looking like, what's the most important thing? Cause like, I want everybody to buy the most important things. I lead with that. And then the, the other things are things to help amplify that experience. But, but the main things up front, um, another thing is that people are just really, really shy or really bad at selling. Um, you know, you look at just, I mean, a good example is I joked in some of our, our videos as we were doing our book launch about this, how, you know, I have a free book, a good free book, you go to the landing page, there's like a, there's a really good video that I spent a lot on selling the book. That's a free book. And then I have like 20 pages of video testimonial stories from people that have used the book and applied it and gotten results in tons of different industries. And like, like I spent more time selling a free book on that page than most people do selling a thousand dollar product. And it's like, you have to, even if it's free, you still have to sell the crap out of it. And so it's like, they don't, they don't sell it. They're like, Oh, here's this free thing or here's this, you know, whatever. And they think that a headline is going to, is going to, is going to change their business. Like, no, you still have to sell things even if they're free and just realizing that. And so it's important to become good at selling, you know, in the e-commerce world. Um, it's funny. I, I kind of went on a, a Seinfeld binge recently just because, uh, Oh dude, I, lo I love that show. Uh, that, that's just my favorite. I, I don't think there'll ever be a show that good. I, I never get tired of it. I, I could watch it all the time. So anyway, yeah, I, it was funny cause we moved houses and it's like our DVR got reset and I forgot. And then probably like three months ago, I was like trying to like, like re auto record things on TiVo that were like, you know, it's my favorite shows. I found signs. I clicked on a button and then like a week ago I went and there's like, I don't know, 50 episodes. They're all stuck on my thing. I'm like, Oh yeah. So I just started watching them. And like one of my favorite set of episodes, like a season or two about this, but it's like where, um, where Lane gets a job at the Jay Peterman catalog. Yes. Right? Yes. Jay Peterman. <laughs> and it makes me that. Cause I think most people think it's like a joke, but there's actually, this is a, a Jay Peterman's a real dude, real story. 
It's a real, real cat. It's a real catalog. Yeah, the Jay Peterman catalog. Yeah, and you look at the catalog. Like when when it was in its in its heyday, right? Like the reason why their whole joke is they have a lame like writing the copy for these things, you know. And it's like it's not saying here's a brown hat. It's like the brown hat that we got at the safari in the jungles when we met the Aborigine Indians. You know, like they tell these huge elaborate stories because that's how Jay Peterman did it. And he wrote really, really good copy in all these things. And that's why that company blew up and became what it was because they had really good copy to sell these things. And you know, I go to people's Amazon listings and it's like, here's a picture of the product and like three bullet points. And that's how they're trying to sell their thing. I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? In fact, there's a guy in my inner circle. Um, he's a really good copywriter. He only writes, well, he used to be retired because he got tired of doing it. He, he writes Amazon listings and he charges people $15,000 plus percentage of sales to write like the paragraph Amazon listing. Wow. And, People pay him that because he does that and they take these campaign, you know, these, these, these sites that are like, you know, making, uh, I don't know, you know, a couple thousand bucks and he rewrites the, the paragraph of copy and they go to like three or $4 million a year, like just from the copy. And so it's like, I'm like, that's what, especially in e-commerce world, I don't think people understand well enough is copy. Like I would go back to eBay and buy a bunch of, in fact, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to go buy a bunch of old J. Peterman catalogs just to like yeah. see how they sold these cool things. Like that was like, that's the key back then. It's still a key today. And um, what's interesting, my, my, my buddy in their circle that, that used to charge 15 grand to write, um, you know, the description for Amazon for people plus percentage, he got so tired to get so many people paying him for it. He actually ended up writing a book about it, like how to do it. And then he sells the book for a thousand dollars for just a book. Wow. And people are buying like crazy because of that. And so it's like, that is like the most powerful, like finding the product, getting it from China, whatever, all those things are like good. Like if you can get good at the copy, like actually selling the thing on the pages, like that's that's the real secret. That's the difference between, you know, a uh, million dollar and a $10 million company is just the copy on the pages. Yeah. I, I don't know if you still can, I would assume so, but a couple years ago, it's probably been four or five, six years ago, uh, maybe more. I don't know. But I, I, I used to get the Jay Peterman catalog just cause I wanted to study the copy and, <laughs> and pass it around. And I, back when I was doing a mastermind, I would, I would share that. But yeah, it's like, you know, the Himalayan boots and it's telling the story <laughs> of you trekking with a Sherpa through the snow and it's fantastic. But, um, it, it's so true that the getting the right copy that's compelling and that, that sucks you in and tells you a story and makes you feel something about the, the product is really important. And, and, you know, you mentioned the Amazon listing, you know, the other thing that we see a lot is that people will just write their Amazon listing just for search. So just for SEO benefit and, and arguably that's really important, you know, getting your, your Amazon listing to rank well, you know, that that's going to be the the primary driver of traffic. But to do that at the expense of making it also sell is a mistake. And, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you pointed that, pointed that out. So not and leading I, real quick. I actually yeah. found a whole bunch of old Jay Peterman catalogs on eBay. I'm buying as we speak. So <laughs> okay. there you go. Awesome. <laughs> And send me a picture of it. I'll post it on the, on the show notes. That's, that's tremendous. So, so looking at, yeah, leading with the most compelling benefit, you know, I don't know if you like the book made to stick uh, by Chip and Dan Heath, but they talk about the concept of burying the lead, you know, so it's, it's where the most compelling part of the story you bury, you know, six paragraphs down instead of making that the lead of the story. And, and I, I see that a lot too, where people do that for their product. They bury the lead for the product um, and then, and then not using good sales tactics. Um, and anything else that you, uh, other mistakes or things you might point out where maybe people stop short or, or fail in their funnel creation? Um, I think the last, the, the biggest one, and I think people get into funnels, they start geeking out on it. 
And then they make these funnels that are so insanely complex um, <laughs> and um, and confusing. And if you look at like people always will join my, my coaching programs and be like, check this out, Russell. Here's my funnel diagram. And they show me this thing. It's got like eight million steps. And, and like yeah, step 57 is this. And yeah, I, looked at it, I was like, what? I'm like, can you test it yet? They're like, no, I'm just finishing building it all out. I'm like, dude, that's horrible. Because you think all my funnels, they're simple. There's like five or six steps and that's it. Because the biggest thing about funnels, like the reason why I love them is I build a funnel and I do my best possible guess. And then I'll go to like Facebook or Google, whatever I'm going to buy ads. And I'll spend like a thousand bucks and I want the traffic to go through this thing. And I just stop and I, and I wait and I watch. When a thousand bucks in ad spend's gone, I look at it. I'm like, okay, what just happened here? I'm like, okay, page one. What, can, what was conversion to page one? Okay, was, let's say it's an opt-in page. We got 38% conversion. I'm like, sweet, that was awesome. Page two, it's like, okay, that's where we, we sold, you know, our, our front-end thing at 27 bucks and it was, you know, 7% conversion. Okay, that was pretty good. And then our upsell was this and it was 1% conversion. And then so you see all the things, you're like, okay, well, first page was good, second page was good, but the upsell was, was conversion was really, really low. And like, and that's why our campaign, did, then you just look at it, you're like, okay, our campaign didn't work. You know, three of the five pages were really good. These two didn't convert. So then you come back and you make some cheap tweaks and changes, try to make it better. I'll go and I'll spend another thousand bucks. I'll see what happens. And usually if I do it two or three times, by the third time, like I will have, I will have a funnel that we call the break-even funnel where we're break-even where we're getting customers for free or it'll be profitable. And either of those for me is a huge win. If we're break-even, I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating so we're getting free customers. If it's profitable, then we're like going crazy. And then we can go and we can start scaling and buying ads and like growing things really, really rapidly. But when you have something that's got 8,500 steps in it, you buy ads and it goes through and like, you're like, what broke? You're like, I don't know. Like there's so many variations and options and things. And like, you know, this guy clicked on email, the, the link on email six, my email three, they could taken this, but like, you don't know what to fix. It's impossible. And so it's, it's like, it, it, it becomes super hard. So I make my funnel really simple, five or six steps, drive traffic, and then just look at the results and then make some tweaks and then do it again, make some results, tweaks, you do it two or three times. And all of a sudden like it'll hit. And then you have this thing that you can, you can scale for us in our company. Every time we have a funnel, if, it, if we have a break even funnel, it means we've added an extra million dollars a year to our business. Like that's our metric. Like two months of break even made at least a million bucks a year. We get a funnel that's profitable. Like it could be three, five, ten. Like it doesn't, it, it's, it's huge. And so we'll make those tweaks three or four times. As soon as we get one that's break even or profitable, then we, then we're like, we start celebrating and then we go out and start buying tons of ads to that thing. And, um, and that's kind of the game that we play. And it's really simple. We make, I mean, that nice thing about click funnels, you can build a funnel in, in, in a couple hours. We build a funnel, best guess, do their best thing we can, try it, and then come back, try, you know, spend two hours tweaking again, try it again, try it again, and usually in a couple of weeks we got it, and then it's off to the races. That's awesome. I love it. What what traffic sources are you most excited about now? I know uh, you guys use a, a lot of channels, and then we were, we were just talking uh, prior to recording, you know, that you guys are expand, trying to expand into every conceivable channel, which I love, but what traffic sources are you most excited about right now? Yeah, um, it's interesting because... Um, you know, Facebook is still probably the biggest channel for us, but I just have this feeling like I've been around this game long enough to know that like, I remember when Google was like our whole life was built on Google. I remember Zuckerberg or uh, Larry and Sergey changing the algorithms and, 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 you know, most of the people I w- was in business with at the time are no longer in business. And so I, I feel like Zuckerberg, I, he still loves us all right now, but I feel like things are going to change. And, and so I, I'm aware that I had gone through that those ups and downs a couple times with other networks. And so we're trying to diversify right now a lot. Um, and interesting enough, I think the one that I'm most excited about personally is YouTube. Um, because I don't think many people have kind of figured it out and there's these weird intricacies and there's differences that are there. But, um, the interesting thing is like for, for me, like the first 10 plus years of my business is all focused on email, like building lists, building lists. I still a huge believer in that. Like I still, 
all my traffic is, is being used to build lists, right? And then we can then sell people products. But the interesting creating stuff, media, creating media that you own. I, I love, I love the way you've always framed that. You know, that list is something that's an asset that you own. Yeah. Uh, rather than media, you have to pay for over and over again. Yeah. Now, the one interesting thing about email that I, I just had this realization probably three weeks ago is I send an email and it goes in his inbox and then it dies there. Right. What's interesting is like in YouTube right now is we create and we're, we're, we have a big budget now we're putting into this. We'll create a video, we'll post that on YouTube and then we'll do this. I'll send an email to my list. My email will go and we'll get, you know, five or 6,000 clicks. This video people will watch it. But then because of like the surge in, in people seeing it, then YouTube will, will bless you because it's like, oh, people like this video and they'll start like showing it in people's searches and they'll start showing it on sidebars and then we can buy ads to it. But what's cool is like, I create a, I create a really good video that's, a, that's, you know, content plus an ad and we put it out there. And, um, right now we're doing three or four a week and, and, uh, we started this a couple weeks ago and right now, like the first set of videos, um, the ones we, I think three weeks ago have like 20, 28,000 views and it keeps every day. is like, there's a thousand views. It's like growing and growing and growing. Like it keeps growing. And I think those videos, if I, if I stay consistent with this next 12 months, each one will have a million views or more. Whereas email, if I send an email, it, it hits an inbox and then it, within three or four days, it's, it's dead. It's gone, right? It's buried and, and it doesn't keep growing. Where now it's like we create these really cool assets and then they hit this thing in YouTube. And if you focus like emails and, and other stuff to, to, to like kind of start a spark in a video, that video will go on and it'll live forever. And that's what really gets me excited now is just is creating these really cool assets and spending the time and the energy to make really good things that aren't just like, you know, and I think that's almost like the downside of Facebook Live. Like I love Facebook Lives, but everybody – clicking play on their video every five minutes and there's like so many of them that they, they, they kind of die as well. It feels like. Yeah. Or, limited, limited shelf life on Facebook live for sure. And, and, and uh, especially for email. And, I, and I'm a big fan of, of Facebook live. Like we, during our book launch, we got 3 million views of Facebook live. Like it was amazing. But yeah, the shelf life, that's the best way to say it. Whereas I feel like YouTube is, there's a lot, if you, if you create a good video, good asset, like the shelf life of it is, is really, really long and it just keeps serving you over and over and over again for a long time. Love it. And, and are you guys using Truvy? You talked about ads. Are you using Truvy uh, ads on, on YouTube? Are you primarily doing display ads on YouTube? Or how are you driving traffic to your YouTube videos? You know what? Uh, your guys' team is actually helping us a lot with that. So you would probably know as well, if not better than me, to be completely honest. Um, my job on the team is to create the, <laughs> is to create the really good uh, videos. And I post them. And then John on my team, as you know, John, he, he kind of runs the traffic. He's actually working with Chris, some guys on your team to do a lot of that. We've never been good at the paid side of, of, of Google or, or YouTube. So we're actually having your guys' help on that. So I'm yeah. not exactly positive. I know they are the ones amplifying it, though, for right, sure. Right. And, and so, and it is. And the, so TrueView, the thing I love about TrueView, and we're, we're using this for e-commerce clients as well, where, you know, you, you, you can run an ad. It can be very targeted based on, on, either placements. So maybe you're targeting specific videos that you want your ad to run with, or maybe you're just targeting people based on the keywords they're searching on in YouTube. I, I record a whole show on shoppable true view. So I don't remember what episode it was. People can go back and listen, but, um, beautiful thing there is your only charge if someone watches 30, the full 30 seconds of a video or, uh, I'm sorry, at least 30 seconds or the whole video, whichever comes first. And so you're only paying for someone that's engaged and you can be very targeted in what you're doing. And so I'm, I'm right there with you. YouTube is huge. We actually saw this. I'm going to be sharing this at Internet Retailer, uh, IRCE, uh, depending on when this show airs. I'm not sure when this will air, but uh, June 6th through the 10th, I'll be in Chicago at IRCE speaking there and sharing a story about a client of ours. They sell um, iPhone cases and screen protectors and things. So they ran this big 
um, YouTube TrueView campaign. And what was interesting is that the campaign itself didn't drive many conversions. However, after they ran it, like for the next, it took about a month, but after they ran it, their brand campaign started exploding. So we made no changes to the brand campaigns. Uh, no change in terms of budget, no change in terms of bids, nothing. And they just started exploding. One went up like 46% in conversions. Um, so there's all kinds of stuff you can do with YouTube and, and with video, which is a very, very powerful platform. So, okay, super cool. Um, any any tips you would give on Facebook Live? I've had several people now tell me that I'm a fool for not using YouTube Live. I'm sorry, uh, Facebook Live more. Uh, <laughs> but in, any tips you would share on Facebook Live? Because I'm super interested in that. Yeah, so I, I, I love Facebook Live. I mean, we're doing a lot of it just because it's working so good. Um, a couple a couple interesting things. One of them is that uh, we're seeing like almost a nine times increase in click-through rate if you have a meme video, which means like the headline on top, whatever. And obviously you can't do a meme video on Facebook Live. So what we're doing is we're pre-recording videos and our video editor will meme them. So we put a headline up top and then like sometimes a transcription down below and like a black, black bars, you know, and the video in the middle. And then we'll use, uh, there's a free software called OBS that you can take a video and stream it through Facebook Live into your, your thing. And those, like I said, those meme videos can be nine times, 900 times more click-through rate than a, than a typical video for us. And that's like one thing that's been huge for us. So we're pretty recording awesome. our Facebook Lives now, memeing them and put them up and um, it's it's been crazy. Um, why, do you, why do you think that is? Is that because, you know, a videos autoplay now without sound and so having the the, the text there, the meme there is what, what draws people in, you think? Yeah, I think it's 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 funny. It's, it's old school direct response, right? Like, why do people read an, an article in, in a magazine? Because the headline, right? The, right, there's no right. In a video. So you see some stuff, and you're like, the, guy, the person's engaging enough or, or interesting enough looking that you'll click on it. But if that's all you have, you have the little tiny text up above, but it's small where you have a big headline, like, you know, boom, whatever, whatever that is, then it pops out. And, you know, I'm sure eventually more and more people will keep doing it and it will become less effective. But there's just a headline is they're not going away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, 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 there's it's old school direct response marketing that we're just bringing back to this digital age that, that, that works. That's awesome. Well, Hey, kind of as we, as we wrap up, we're kind of up against time. Uh, just a, just a quick plug for the book. And I want you to share the, where people can find it. And, you know, it's, it's free and it's amazing. And, you know, someone needs to, if someone is listening and they're thinking, okay, I, I need to learn funnels and dive in a little bit. Go learn from the master. Go check out Russell's book funnel, which I will say, by the way, and I mentioned this to you before, but your remarketing ads on Facebook, because I, I visited the page before we started recording and then left and then I was on Facebook and and your remarketing ad is just, just brilliant. Um, talking about how, what? You left without getting the book and it's got these little Polaroid pictures. It's hard for me to explain without seeing, but one of the best remarketing ads uh, ever, which by the way, is that is that working pretty well? That remarketing yeah. ad? In fact, it's so good. John was showing me yesterday, we've had like 150, 160 people share our remarketing ad, which is like <laughs> so amazing. That, that's just proof that it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the the golden, that's like a golden ticket that, you know, something that never happens. You create an ad that people like so much they're sharing. That, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, any other just little tidbits or plugs you'd like to give for the book? and then And then where can people go get their copy? Yeah. So, um, you can get your copy at expertsecrets.com and you know, the book is, it's, I, I, I had fear calling expert secrets. Cause I know some people are like, well, I'm not an expert or whatever. Right. Or I don't want to be an expert. I'm e-com or like, so I had fear calling it that, but like the reality is like, it's the key. Like 
Um, it's teaching you guys how to tell stories the right way, how to build a following, how to get people to buy from you over and over and over again. All these like essential elements that'll, if you layer that upon a top of any kind of business, um, especially like e-commerce businesses, um, it, it, it will two, three, four, five extra business without you doing more of anything else. Not no more ad dollars, no more, um, you know, products, no more SKUs, no more anything. That's just, it's, it's, it's building a culture. It's, it's communication, it's copy, it's all those kind of things. And, um, when you understand those pieces and plug it in, um, like I said, I mean, our, our number one seller in click funnels right now is an e-com selling flashlights. And you think like that's such a weird thing. Um, I mean, and he was here in Boise for the last uh, three days. We had a big, huge event here teaching the concepts of expert secrets book. And it's like, why is a dude selling, you know, you know, $20 million in the last six weeks of flashlights? Why is he learning this expert secret stuff? And it's like, because it's the key. Like that's why he's selling $20 million in flashlights. Not because it's a flashlight, not because he found the best deal in China. Right. It's, he understands these other pieces that that might not make sense to you until you start reading the book. And then you see, you're like, Oh wow. I see how this can integrate into, into my business. I see how these pieces all work. And like, I always tell people like I have two goals for this book. And number one is that it'll help you to change your life. Cause it'll help you to see how you can get your message and, and, and what you do out to more people. But number two is it gives you the ability to change other people's lives, which is why we get into business anyway. Right. It's not about us. Like, yeah, we make money from the company from the stuff we're doing. That's cool. But, but the point of business is to get products and, and services in people's hands to help change their life. And it'll give you the ability to change more people's lives. And that's, that's why I wrote it. Why I spent so much time and energy and I hope you guys all love it. And, and that, uh, you guys apply to e stuff and see the big lifts, um, because it'll, it'll happen if you do it. It's fantastic. And I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes as well for people to check out, but uh, expertsecrets.com go and get a copy and, and, you know, people are looking for experts. It's just the way it is, you know, whether you're getting your garage door fixed like we did the other day or, or, or looking to uh, enhance your wardrobe. You know, we're looking for experts. We want them and need them. And, and I love the fact and, and you know, I, I pay attention to what you guys are doing. You're giving back. You're, you're doing, uh, all, you know, altruistic efforts and building schools in Kenya and some awesome stuff like that. And, and so, you know, being able to, to make a difference through business as well is a ton of fun and really what I think it's, it's all about. Um, and then what about, what about click funnels? So if someone is saying, Hey man, I want to dig into funnels a little bit more. Where should they go to learn more about click funnels? Yeah. Um, and best place is just to go get an account. It's, you have a free 14 day trial go to clickfunnels.com And, um, when you go in there, watch, there's a, there's a 12 minute video you watch when you first sign up, that'll show you how to use click funnels. If you watch the 12 minute video, I send you out a free t-shirt on my dime. And so you get a cool funnel hacker t-shirt and then, and then just go play with it. Just go try it out. And you know, we have a, we have a Facebook community with over 60,000 entrepreneurs and come in there and be like, who's got e-com funnels? What are you guys are doing? And, and they're super sharing and giving and people can, you know, help you out and show you what to do and what they're doing. And, um, and then just try it. You know, ClickFunnels gives you the ability as the entrepreneur to be able to go in there and actually create your funnels and your websites. You don't have to have a tech team or graphic designers, web designers. You can do it by yourself, which is the magic of it. And, um, so I think just jump in there and do it and, and see how much fun it is. Awesome. Sounds good. Russell Brunson. Crushed it, man. Totally, totally awesome. Really appreciate you hopping on and we'll have to do this again sometime. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, very good. And, and as always, guys, let us know what you'd like to hear more of. Uh, give us some ideas for other guests or other topics you want us to dive into. Uh, as always, we'd love to have your review on iTunes. And until next time, thank you for tuning in. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. 
If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.